Hey, Ansel Lee here. Welcome to this edition of Common Grounds. Common Grounds is a place where we can come together over around a cup of coffee to talk about life experience, talking about business experience, building relationships, so you will succeed in both personal and business life. So, hey, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, uh, enjoy this brew and listen in to our conversation today. Hey, Ansel Lee here for another edition of Common Grounds. Hey, a place where we get together. Actually, we, we record in a coffee shop, um, in a live coffee shop, so you'll hear all kinds of the coffee shop noises, and I uh, love it here. And the coffee shop is really where I have spent uh, the last probably 20 years of out really working out of, and actually wrote a book, Common Grounds, which this is named after about uh, how powerful the relationships are that you form in these coffee shops. But today, my, my, my special guest uh, is Chris Steplock. Chris is the International Sales Director for NCR. And when I say NCR, I think about scanners at Walmart that you self-check out. Is, it, is that right, Chris? That's right. At NCR, we're known as National Cash Register, We've been around for over 100 years and started an invention of cash registers, but moved on to technology with self-checkout, point of sale, uh, actually the largest ATM manufacturer in the world, including the largest hospitality point of sale system as well, too, from a software and technology standpoint. Wow. You know, I pre thank you for saying that because that national cash register. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm an old IBM guy and, mm -hmm. and you know, you, you forget all these acronyms uh, mm -hmm. through the years. But uh, thank you for saying that. And, and so tell me what, uh, at, at, hey, just right where you are today about, you know, having to do, you're, you're the international sales director yep. with COVID. How in the world are you being, how are you selling internationally? If you can't jump on a plane and go to Brazil or go to the UK or go to Europe to, to sell this stuff? Yeah, that, that's actually a good question. It's, it's been a change of life for me. Um, last year I flew about 220,000 miles. I was in over 20 different countries. All my time spending, I, I've been doing international sales now for about 20 years. Right. And it's, it's about relationship and you build relationships by being face to face, especially when you're in a different country. If you're working with Brazil, you're working in Chile, Argentina, Central America, or China, it's kind of hard to build a relationship over a telephone. Right. So naturally, my job is to be in front of somebody, build and cultivate these relationships. And that's one reason I love about Common Grounds, and I, I like what you're doing here in a coffee shop. The first thing I do is I don't want to meet in their office where it's very formal. Right. And in many countries outside of the U.S., relationship is even more important that you have to trust. And it's hard to build trust and rapport with somebody over the phone from another country. So I'll meet with a client at a coffee shop. I'll go to, that's why we have expense budgets when we're in a sales role, because you gotta build that trust and relationship and that rapport. So obviously for the last 15, 16 weeks now, right. I'm not able to do that. Right. So it, it's really changed the way we're looking at the way we do business. How do we maintain the existing relationships we have? How do I cultivate new relationships and markets? So, you know, it's something that we take a step back and we look, 
do we have to be face to face with somebody? Right. You know, the real question is if you have a relationship, it's about communication. So how do we communicate on a regular basis? How do you see your name? How do we make sure the customer knows we're still here and we care? Right. Because the reality is nothing has changed about what how we want to service our customer. It's how we do service our customer right. is the key. Well, and, and and you just mentioned before we, we came on air um, that um, you know the, this whole co- the whole COVID thing mm-hmm. has has it, you can't travel and it has shifted um, you know to to a more virtual yes and, and but you have a different spin mm-hmm. on that that I, I really you know and I think it's mm-hmm. it's so spot on um, you know tell me about your thoughts on that so anything you can make a positive we have every time that we're with a customer we try to have a cadence we meet with them weekly we right. try to be in market on a quarterly basis so you always have a specific time and meeting agenda so with covid it's more important that we reach out we also use our camera technology more it's almost in a part of our sales plan it's absolutely mandatory that we have camera calls weekly with our customer you know why because they get to see you we, you're invited into their home. They're also in home. They're not working in office. So it's great having a customer who is extremely formal inviting you into their home virtually, and you see in the background how they live. You see their kids. You hear dogs barking. They haven't shaved in a month. And these <laughs> people are really formal, and it's great because you look just as bad and just as informal as they do. So it's actually starting to build a rapport with them as yep. in a relationship as being trusted. And it's great to be invited into your customer's home and building that relationship, seeing their dogs, seeing their kids, how they live. And it breaks down the barriers of customer versus supplier. And it's really important that everybody, and we do this weekly, is try to have at least one or two video calls. And don't be embarrassed of what's in the background. Don't be embarrassed of your hair. Be very, be yourself and it's great and i've had many conversations with my customers saying hey i'm sorry you know i you know i know it's 5 a.m i didn't shave and they're like no it's great i don't care if you shaved you know just come on the phone let's talk let's have coffee so what we started was 7 a.m coffee meetings right so i hold my homebrew in my office right and they do as well too and we'll have a coffee meeting every thursday that has been tremendous because one of my customers does it outside on his back porch with all of his plants drinking coffee. Right. And so I did the same thing. I grabbed my laptop and went on the back porch and we heard birds chirping. We're having our coffee and just having a conversation. And then my daughter will come out when she wakes up and come and give me a hug. Yeah. And I look at her, honey, I'm on, you know, you're on camera <laughs> and she jumps and runs away. But it's great because we get a good laugh out of it. So it's that type of relationship, which is fundamental to success in business, is how do you build that trust? Yep. And how do you recognize that you're human, they're human, and we all have a job to do, but they could trust you and they know that at the end of the day, when you punch a time clock out, we all have the same thing, our same wants for the family. Right. We have our same desires and we have virtually a lot of the same hobbies as well too. So it's been a very positive spin. You know that's it, it, yeah I boy I couldn't agree more and I, I hadn't thought about that until you said that it it is really more to be invited you know one of the, I, I I've been on several uh, video chats where I, you know people have changed their background you know yeah. and and you know what I, I decided that I would just use my home background you know mm-hmm. and um and and everybody else is too 
you yeah. know, everybody else is, you know, um, trying to do that, and um, it just makes it homey and um, and very personal. And uh, um, I, I actually posted uh, on my LinkedIn page here last week, you know, some tips uh, on really video chatting. You know, kind of, and and one of the things I mentioned in, in doing that, you know, and, uh, is that. I think you, you should be well lighted, you know, if, if you really, there are multiple things that you can do, but I mean, and just be natural, but if you can be at least let people be, you know, see you, you know, and, um, and not where they're, you know, you've got your face to a, a glass and you're, and you're dark, you're like, you're sitting outside and you're doing a video chat uh, with your folks, at least they, 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 they need to be able to see you and a small thing, big deal, you know, um, mm-hmm. So, any rate, but um, so you guys are, are are spending more time virtually. Hey, how do you see that changing when, when when COVID, uh, you know, <laughs> goes away or decreases? Yeah. Yeah. You know, how do you how, how do you think that'll change? No, that, that's a great question. We talk about this probably on a weekly basis, not just from a customer support perspective, because in our role, job one is support the customer. Absolutely. If you have to be there in person, then we have to be there in person. Um, during post-COVID, we're finding out that not everybody has to be in the same location all the time. My customer, matter of fact, in various places around the world are disbanding offices completely now. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, they're finding, hey, we're actually more productive today working from home than we did from the 9 to 5 working in office. And these are major corporations. They're using their space for collaboration rooms right. and working. And I think Microsoft did a very interesting study uh, at the beginning of the COVID world where they went to four-day work weeks. And they measured the KPIs and productivity and found they got a 30% gain in productivity based upon a four-day work week. Because what they found was their employees weren't taking the fourth day off on Friday. They were actually at home working more yeah. and more productive because not everybody works in the same environment. I will not do good sitting in an office working. I will be counterproductive. My production is when I wake up at 5 a.m. and I spend two hours of my quiet time planning my day and reading, and then I hop on my first conference call. So if I had to take time to get dressed, have my coffee, drive and commute, I'm gonna miss that two hours of my quiet time and my day preparation. So people are finding that if you find your own routine and you find when, when and how you work best, work from home, production production's actually going up, which is great. It goes right into your book. Where do we meet our customers then? You know, we're going to meet them. We're going to meet them at coffee shops. We're going to meet them at little places to eat. Hey, let's have a face-to-face meeting. Okay, let's not go into an office. Let's go to the corner coffee right. shop. Meet me over here. Let's, let's grab, let's grab a drink or let's grab lunch. And we're going to build the relationships even more because we're not in a formalized office space where people are knocking on the door and you have an admin every hour saying somebody's on the telephone. So I really see customers now and business in general, we're going to change the way we're doing business. With the onset of Broadcom, Broadcom, broadband around the world being much better right. um, that with Microsoft Teams, with WebEx, Zoom, all the other telecommunications, the camera technology is great. We're able to actually conduct meetings. We're able to collaborate and share much better with much less distraction now, doing it from our home versus 20 people in a conference room. So I really see the post-COVID world not changing quickly. 
hopefully it won't fall back into rut the way it was, but we're finding out that we could be more productive working in this environment. I, you know, I, the, the, the productivity, I got to think that this reduces cost also for, for um, whether you're traveling and or office space. I mean, both the you know, bricks and mortar um, and uh, expense, uh, I, that aside, I, you know, what I found is that people are available. Yep. You know, I've got people available. I've got people sitting at home. I mean, I've got CEOs, mm-hmm. <laughs> of, CEOs of hospitals sitting at home going, um, hey, um, uh, hey you know, I'll take a meeting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Please, I, I can actually step outside. <laughs> Give me an excuse to go to a coffee shop. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and you mentioned Microsoft. Now, you, you, you worked with Microsoft before come, going to NCR, did you not? I did. I, I spent uh, three to four years with Microsoft managing our large customer base out of Arkansas. And I think that time of Microsoft really taught me a lot because we were a virtual environment. Microsoft makes some great collaboration tools. Right. So it's practicing what you sell. You know, it's an expression we call eat your own dog food. So <laughs> it's, it's an odd IT expression, but I never <laughs> understood it either. So we would practice. We had a very low operation expense budget. My travel budget was extremely small, so we had to use collaboration. And Microsoft really embraced this about 10 years ago and was ahead of a lot of other companies and saying, okay, let's, let's work remote. And I did have um, national uh, responsibility as well too, where many of my decision makers and customers were on remote places all around the country. And on a limited expense budget, we had to rely on collaboration tools. So the collaboration tools Microsoft embraced years ago and implemented so it was something that I grew accustomed to. Well, well, I, I know you're, you're again. You're highly successful. You call, called on large accounts uh, for uh, for Microsoft, and um, uh, had you know, I, that, that was I, I, I was impressed with, and it is impressive with the way Microsoft addresses things. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you know, one of the things that, and I, I think they, they these guys get it. You know, is the power of the trusted relationship, yes, and how that's developed, and um, you know, it, and it's key to developing and, and growing business. Mm-hmm. You're, you're you're spot on, Ansel. I mean, the relationship. If I take a step back, I've been in a account development role now for over 20 years of my career, and I look at the current friends that I have. A majority of my friends were customers and, and colleagues. Um, I, I look at the jobs that I've obtained, and I've obtained almost every job that I have through a customer. Right. And we're in a tertiary market. You know, we're in Arkansas. We have a, a limited, and this applies anywhere, but in our industry, if you lose trust of somebody, it will spread. It will right. go viral, and then you'll have to go into another industry or move. So I've always had a philosophy of, hey, you work for your customer, and you always work for your customer. You build a trust relationship, and you don't lie. I mean, you tell the truth. If something, you know, bad news does not age well. So, uh, again, we are, it, we're all the same people, and right. their job is contingent upon a success of a project. You better pull them aside in a one-on-one conversation saying, these are some issues we're having. 
if it's my issue, their issue. And that's part of building a trusted relationship. And it's also not about how, even though we're in a business development role, we're more in a relationship development that's role. That's correct. So would you sacrifice a relationship that you have with a friend over money? Probably not. No. Um, would you lie to a friend? No, you wouldn't. You know, that's how you build that relationship. And you have to be genuine about it. Yeah. So the, the premise around salespeople, they always have a negative connotation. Right. But when you're in business, business is relationships. So I go to church with people I do business with. Right. I like that. You know, we, we share moments with our families. I vacationed with people I do business with. Not because I think it's good business. It's because we become friends. Yeah. Over time, you build a trust and relationship. And you're trusted not only in business, but on personal matters. And, you know, I, I wouldn't say I take pride in that. Because as a human, especially as a Christian human, right. our job is to treat everybody as equal. And I don't think I've had one job that I've applied for. It's normally from a customer saying, hey, you did well with me here. I really need your help here. Would you consider working for this other company so we could collaborate and work together on this project? And, it, you know, we call that the referral business, right? And especially right. if you're in mass quantity worth of customers, somebody will tell you, hey, this person does a great job. He's honest. Um, you should consider doing business with them. It's a good product. And probably one of the greatest lessons I learned with that was working with a hospital in Little Rock years ago. And um, the hospital, after I left this picker company, quit using the product. And I was having dinner with the guy because we built a pretty relationship. I said, well, why'd you quit using that? He said, Chris, we never liked the software. We liked working with you. <laughs> and it, it took me a minute. And they said, well, the software we're buying was kind of commoditized. You did it. IBM does it. Microsoft. Right. Everybody does right. the software. But we appreciate working with you more than the software. Yeah. And we actually like the other software better. However, we had a relationship with you and we trusted you. Yep. Now you are gone. The relationship with the customer is, or with um, the vendor is gone. And we don't know the other guy, so we went another direction. So, you know, that's kind of a sobering moment when you think about it. It's okay. So this really is a relationship, you know, type of business. Technology, products our products anybody can read a marketing material you get on any company website understand what the product does but you know Ansel your customers reach out to you because they trust your opinion mm. on the interpretation of what that product does and more importantly what that interpretation does to their business because you understand their business you understand this technology it's your job and it's my job to be the middle person and say yes this technology will address this particular business outcome that you're trying to achieve or maybe not this product but this solution or even don't even consider this is you know not the right direction you need to go to reach your business outcome you should consider something different because you have visibility like i have visibility into their competitors and what their competitors are doing and what other industries are doing so when you build that trusted advisor relationship and even inside and outside of the four walls of the office, they're coming to you asking for their advice because they have a job to complete. Absolutely, and you know, I've had I've had CEOs, I've had CIOs, both tell me, um, Ansel, you would not believe the amount of emails I get every day. I probably get. They said I probably get fifty to a hundred emails from companies trying to sell me something. Yeah. You're sitting in my office. And you're, you know, I'm not, you're not even, you're sitting right here. 
and I trust you, and so let's work on this. And it, it takes a, it, it, you know, it takes a, a career to do that. But you're, you know, that's one of the things. A great testimony to really your success, Chris, mm -hmm. is that is that you've built those trusted relationships through the years. That you've done the right thing. It's not always doing the right thing. It's not always easy. And it's and I think you shared with me a story the other day about you know money, you know, uh, or, or, or or building something into a proposal. You know that of just being people, you cannot break that trust. It is a sacred thing, and and you can't cut the corner um, and mess that up, or you or you 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 screwed it up. Yeah. So I had I had a great mentor early in my career. I was I want to say around 23 years old, and I was just getting into the software sales industry. And what motivated me at that time was money. Uh, naturally, 23, out of college, right. you, you have a, a new family. I had a newborn at the time, and we had a starter home. And I had a wife that was tinkering on being able to work or stay at home. Right. So, obviously, the, my internal motivation was to create a business that my wife could stay at home and we could raise a family. And I'll leave names out, even though, you know, he probably wouldn't care. But my mentor at the time is about my age now. He's been selling software and IT in Arkansas market now for about 20 or 30 years. And he had a very large customer he was calling on. And he's called on the same customer for many years and been very successful. So I'll tell you the story just because it's a great opportunity to learn because I've learned from it. It's been the premise of how I do account management for the rest of my career. So we were doing a very large, multi-multi-million dollar software acquisition and with many facets of our software because you have a core software and then you have different facets of the software, security, storage, monitoring, mainframe, open systems. This particular sales rep had control over one of the facets, one of the verticals of the software. And my boss told me, hey, out of this large deal, I want you to throw in about a million dollars worth of that software into the mix. And it, it didn't matter because we were negotiating a cost. And then right. what solutions went underneath didn't really matter. And he, I thought it was great news. I took him out and said, guess what? You, you're, um, you, you're about to sell a million dollars worth of software and you didn't have to do anything. And he said, Chris, that is the worst idea. Um, I don't support it. And in fact, if you do this, I will quit today. I will go to the customer and tell him what you did. And I looked at this guy like he was crazy because <laughs> his commission check would be worth more than my mortgage. Right. And in my head, I said, you're really going to give up a six-figure commission check. Right. Because and the customer's not going to know or care. And he sat down with me. He said, Chris, I'm going to teach you something. He said, I've made a lot of money selling into this account before this company. I've made a lot of trusted friends. Um, they come to me for advice. And he said, when I leave this company, guess what? I'm going to sell a lot more to this company because they trust me. And I'm going to continue to sell and do business with this company after CA. So the whole thing around it was, he said, you come to this world with one thing, and that's your name. As soon as you desecrate your name, you might as well leave the industry. He said, I will make more than this one commission check over the lifespan of right. this relationship than right. I will. And I'm not going to desecrate my name over any money. Yep. 
you know, I wish I could say I walked out inspired and saying, I'm, you know, my world's <laughs> going to change now. I walked out and said, you know, what a bloody idiot. You know, I can't believe he's walking away from this. Right. It took a few years and a few more examples for it to really sink in right. that, you know, he was right on the money. So anytime I talk to a, a junior sales rep, anytime I'm trying to do any type of mentorship, I say that story over and over again because it's hard to walk away from money. Money is a motivator of why we're in business, but then you got to realize it's not the only reason you're in business. And are you willing to sacrifice everything you built up, your trust, your capital of trust over one paycheck? That, quite frankly, will be blown in a short period of time. So it's a long term. You know, you look at a 60 month, look at a lifespan. Don't look at the short term when you're building relationships and doing business with somebody. And again, back to where we started, it's a full circle. Would you do that to a friend? Yeah. Would I have went to you, Ansel, and said, hey, I'm, I'm going to mow your lawn, but I'm also going to weed eat as well, too, for free. And truth is, I'm going to charge you for that. And if I was just going to mow, it would have been $20 less. But it was putting something, a facade over a service that wasn't accurate and wasn't true. And I'd hate to say that that was isolated. We've seen that in our industry over the years because a lot of people fly into Arkansas knowing they don't care if they burn a bridge and then fly out because they don't need those personal relationships. We're seeing less and less of that today. Right. But in early 2000, that was more common. You know, it's, thank you, man, that that is powerful information uh, that any young or old uh, uh, business development or sales rep could could really appreciate, and uh, that, that, those are just why that's word. Those are wise words, Chris. And um, yeah, you just uh, as a buddy, an IBM business partner up in <clears throat> Pennsylvania, my friend George Nickel told me he he owned a company that they he, he built up and sold, uh, and. Uh, as an IBM business partner, and um, he uh, he said, you know, you can. It, it'll take you. You can takes you 15 years to build a, a reputation, and you can blow it in 15 minutes. Yes, and maybe even less time than mm-hmm. that. Uh, so it, it just takes time. It takes time to build these trusted relationships, and you know, um, a great place to do it is here, here in a coffee shop just like Blue Sail Coffee and um, at, or any coffee shop, you know, anywhere in the world and, and or it, it just takes time. And any other advice that you would, you would, you would want to give um, to, uh, to someone listening in? Yeah, I guess the key advice is take advantage of a situation. I've seen a lot of positive and negative out of this, the COVID crisis globally right now. Right. And I'm from, definitely from a business perspective, you know, nothing positive would come out of a, a mass um, issue that we're having. But what it's doing is driving a new behavior. Yep. It, it's making us, reminding us, I need to reach out. I need to, you know, I, I need to check on my friends, my customers. I need to not offer my product but or advice, but offer a help. You know, um, working in a retail space, how are your people doing in the field? Is there anything they need? Are you having issues with, you know, thermometers? You need hand sanitizer. I know somebody. Do you know anybody? What help do you need? What are you trying to address? Bringing in 
other companies and say, hey, this is cool. I've seen them do this in, in Japan to help address a crisis. And those cough guards is a perfect example of that. When we saw that, we brought into U.S. that we should consider this, put cough guards or let's space out the self-checkouts. That is not monetary gain, but what that is is gain of customer trust and relationship. Yep. So, you know, right now you got to put down your your portfolio of products and you got to think differently with your customer. And so my advice is in, in any crisis, you know, this is the term crisis, you know, the derivative of it is the turning point and yep. a health issue. So it is a crisis. So how do you turn and point? Is it, are you running from your customers and your friends or are you jumping in and helping and embracing? So th- that's my advice right now to anybody is make sure you have video calls. Make sure you're in front of them. Don't ask for business. Ask for you know how you can help them. Be yeah. a trusted advisor. Be a true partner. Don't be a salesperson. Don't be a supplier. Don't be a vendor help them as a part of their business look at ideas look at other people are doing your industry and embrace those technologies or those ideas and bring them to your customer proactively i had a customer once tell me chris i i I, like your ceo i get 100 emails a day that's not your problem that's my problem to manage if you have an idea if you have a thought send it over and i'll manage that and if it's a great idea, you know, don't get insulted if I don't reply because I get 100 a day. Right. But know that when you send something, I am going to read it. Yep. So if you have a good idea, if you see a good thought, embrace it with your customer today and reach out more than you ever have before. Make sure they see your name in the inbox. Yep. Make sure that they get a call or a text or a WhatsApp. Just communicate. Communication is key or you're going to be forgotten about. And post-COVID, they're going to remember that you helped. And again, that's back to the whole relationship. It has nothing to do with cultivating business in the future. It's about you really care about their success, their personal success, and their business success. And unfortunately, or fortunately, there is a correlation because if you don't succeed in business, then it's going to affect your personal relationship at home for your customers and everywhere else. So make sure you're embracing these relationships. Make sure you're embracing the situation in hand and help. Outstanding. Outstanding, Chris. I, I listen. I just can't thank you enough. Uh, uh, one for being my friend, but the two for coming in and spending a few minutes with us to share. Uh, you've been you're highly successful. Thank you. And 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 um, you know I, I admire you. And but it's because of those things you just mentioned mm-hmm. that that make you that separates you from the rest of the pack. And. Um, uh, and, and we can learn a lot from that. So, hey, folks, thanks for joining us today on Common Grounds. And um, and you can uh, find out more about uh, about uh, Common Grounds and or uh, uh, me. And you can actually go to ancillee.com, A-N-C-I-L-L-E-A.com, and uh, go to the resources page and... Um, find out more about our other podcasts and uh, our information and products. So, again, Chris Steplock, thanks so much, and uh, I wish you all the best, brother. Thank you, Ansel. It's been a pleasure. Yes.